Welcome to Jags Drive Time with Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osher, and Brian Sexton. Jags Drive Time starts right now. Welcome in Jaguars Drive Time on a Wednesday brought to you by Jet Home Loans. Ashlyn Sullivan, Brian Sexton, and John Osher here with you as long as Drew Doherty from Texans TV joining us as we get ready for a home game against the Texans this Sunday. Drew, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Great to be with you. Hope you're doing all right. We are doing great, and I want to know about this Texans team. We spoke to some players and coaches on Monday, and they said, do not be fooled. This Texans team is better than their record shows. So where are the Texans right now as they come into Jacksonville on Sunday? That is true. They are better than last year, but they're still 0-3-1, and there's nothing to really smile about uh, when you think about that record on the whole. However, there are some bright spots, and the brightest of them all is a guy who's very, very familiar to all of you back there in Jacksonville. Damian Pierce, the running back, has been a breath of fresh air. Ever since the pads came on in training camp, you took notice. And then in the preseason games, he was clearly the best guy, the best weapon out there for the team. So much so that he averaged about seven, eight, nine yards a carry in the, the preseason opener. They held him out of that second preseason game because they said, hey, we've seen enough. And then he comes in and basically over four games, he's averaging about 16, 17 touches per. And he just cracked the 100 yard mark last Sunday, largely in part to a 75 yard touchdown run. But you take that run out of the mix, and he still was good for about 4.3 yards per carry. And this was a Texans team that was dead last in the NFL in yards per carry last year, only 3.4. So even when he wasn't peeling off monster runs, he was still doing his job and getting 4.3. So this guy has been excellent. One weird little anomaly uh, from last week in the stat line, he caught six passes, but he only got eight yards off it. And a lot of that a lot of that was kind of due to ball placement. I mean, he was having to sort of contort his body on the run and, and reach behind himself. I think if he gets the ball just where it needs to be, he's going to get some good yardage catching the ball as well. So he's been excellent, but the run defense hasn't been good. The defense as a whole has given up big plays when they can't. And Davis Mills, he's just got to play better. And he said so himself. He's got to make the throws when needed. And it's been a struggle in that department. Morning, Drew. I thought you were going to hey. say that Lovey Smith was the bright spot. Because when I watch this team, I do see a very well-coached team, and I know that defense yep. is his forte. And obviously, we all understand it's about having the talent to execute the defense that he wants. But to me, to be able to come back like they did from the big deficit last week shows us the kind of coaching that they're getting. And I've been impressed with what I've read and heard from Lovey Smith so far. Yeah, you're spot on in that regard. And Lovey's been around the block. He knows what's going on. And it makes all the sense in the world. Even when he was in the building last year, he had a gravitas to him and has a gravitas to him that you can understand why guys like Brian Urlacher and guys like Devin Hester, one's in the Hall of Fame, one will be someday. But when we when the Texans hired him, Lovey Smith, for, for real, as the head coach in the offseason, we talked with those guys and they said, you're getting a hell of a leader. You're getting a guy who's going to be buttoned up and knowing what's going on and you will not make um, mental errors like like we've seen here in the past so yeah lovey smith has been a bright spot in that beard i mean it's uh it's gorgeous isn't it we could all we could all learn a thing or two from growing a beard like that right he's very self um self-aware very confident man sure to is. have that wide of a beard absolutely yeah, I'm yeah not confident he's not coming man, down the chimney uh, at night uh, on december 25th to, i mean that's the only <laughs> other guy i think that can get away with something like that you know? probably so uh 
obviously uh, Davis Mills right now playing like a different quarterback than he did the last five games last season. Um, do you see a difference? Is it what's going on around him? Assess that, if you will. Yeah, it's tough, John. It's He's making throws sometimes. You know, in the third quarter, he threaded some. One to Nico Collins, went for 59 yards. Then right next play, he hits Brandon Cooks for an 18-yard touchdown. But it took until last week, until the third quarter of last game, for Mills to throw a touchdown pass to a wide receiver, to throw a, pa- a touchdown pass to a, a non-tight end, because Rex Burkhead also caught one. In the first three games, there were three touchdowns total, and they'd all gone to tight end. So he'll do the good things here and there, but then again, he'll he'll struggle at other times. And it is a combination of, of many things. You know, he'll get rocked for a sack, and it seems like that's been the case in the fourth quarter, where either the ball will come loose, and the Texans will pounce back on it or lose a fumble or, or something like that. But it's just been up and down, and they really need to see consist- consistency from him. But that's the beauty of this league is if you make one or two mistakes a game, game's over, and, and you don't win. And, and they haven't uh, they haven't made the plays when they've needed to, and they've lost four very winnable games, but they've lost, and, and, and the other team has played better when they needed to. Andrew, when we look at this game on Sunday, I don't even want to call it a rivalry because Brian told me the stat a couple mornings ago that the Texans have won eight straight and the Jaguars have not beaten the Texans since 2017. I was shocked and then I looked it up and it is true. So what is this Texans team saying about the Jaguars right now? We believe they're much improved. Do the Texans see that as well? Oh, absolutely. I mean, how can you not? I mean, this this team is so much better uh, and, and it's in, I think, such a, b- a better situation. You guys asked me about Lovey Smith. I mean, we can come right back at you about Doug Peterson. I mean, he seems like he's gotten everything on the right track and boy, it sure helps having some some more defensive talent like you, and you guys know it better than me, but goodness gracious, Devin Lloyd is somebody that a lot of, uh, I think a lot of people in the mock draft season, uh, there are a few that's, that could see him coming to the Texans and it didn't happen, but that would have been fine. And I think he would have worked out fine on just about any team. That guy is really, really impressive out of Utah. So. Yeah, the Texans know this is not going to be a gimme game. Not that it ever is, but they know that this is a salty Jaguars team and they've got to be ready because, you know, they need this. The Texans absolutely need this like oxygen. They're the last winless team in the NFL. Going to be an interesting game here in Jacksonville on Sunday. Drew, we will see you here. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Great to see all three of you. Absolutely. When we come back on Jaguars Drive Time, some big things here on the Jaguars Digital Network. For nine years, DreamFinders Homes has been proud to call themselves the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Visit DreamFindersHomes.com for all available inventory. We're back, Jaguars Drive Time, Wednesday morning, brought to you by Jet Home Loans, getting ready for a home game this Sunday against the Texans, a big AFC South matchup. Brian, Ashlyn, and John here with you. You guys ready for big things? Shall we do it? I, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Big thing one is calm. There is no sense of panic in this building, even after losing to the Eagles last week in a somewhat close game, but with five turnovers. Rapidly improving this team, like we just talked about with Drew Doherty, and competing in the AFC South for the lead. It's all thanks to Coach Peterson and his personality in this building. But at the same time, you know, I if if, if I'm the one that's all over the place emotionally uh there's no calmness amongst the team and and i feel like if i'm calm they're calm you know if i'm erratic they could be erratic and 
And so it's a little bit, a little bit of both. Probably my personality, but at the same time, I just want to make sure that. And I don't ever want to let the opponent know that they've gotten under your skin, too, you know, and 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 all of that. So we just we just stay 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 the course. Big thing too is confident the Jaguars are riding with quarterback Trevor Lawrence, of course, because he is the franchise quarterback, and aren't really worried about the five turnovers. They more so see it as a blimp on the radar. The same, you know, whether he's having his best game or whether he feels like he's, you know, not playing like he's supposed to be. Um, and, 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 you know, that's why we have guys like Marv and Christian and Zay, especially Zay, to, you know, keep the energy high, especially with Trevor. He's such a young quarterback. Um, he's got a lot on his plate. And, um, you know, we're riding with him whether he's, you know, throwing for 500 yards or whether he's, you know, playing in a sloppy weather game like that yesterday. So, um, you know, we're going to ride with Trevor because he's, he's the leader of this team, whether he, um, really realize it or not, he's so young. But, um, you know, we're riding with, with, with 16 to the wheels fall off. And big thing, three, big thing three is critical. Sunday is a huge game for both teams and a critical win for the Jaguars and the Texans, who are winless right now in the AFC South. A big matchup in this division, and the Texans have beaten the Jaguars the past eight games. Devin Lloyd knows this defense can be better this week. I'd say um, defensively, um, I mean, really just as a whole, um, you know, coach, staff, players will all understand how to, you know, improve basically from this game. You know, there were certain things that we did this game that, you know, I feel like in, in some ways, you know, we made it harder than what it needed to be. And so um, really just, you know, finding a way to, to clean it up. And that is big things as we go back up to big thing one, the calmness in the building. Thanks to head coach Doug Peterson. But I also think there's a sense of, of no panic because of the way the Jaguars did play on Sunday. Yes, the turnovers, but you still made it a close game against a very talented team. I think if they got their doors blown off by 40 points, maybe it's a different story. Well, I, I still don't think you would have seen a strong, visceral reaction from Doug. I mean, I was watching carefully, and, and, and I did not, um, which is impressive <laughs> Because I wouldn't have been, I'm not that type of person. I can't be that calm. Um, I, I said it when we first got a feel for him in the offseason, John. He's like a big brother. I mean, he's got, got his arm around this place. You know, a franchise that's kind of desperate to win and anxious about what kind of team they're going to have, what they sell tickets. I mean, this whole franchise just needed to calm down. And I think Doug has been that guy who's kind of put his arm around the franchise, metaphorically speaking, and said, let me show you how we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of thoughts. Um, oh boy, he's calm, but I also liked on Monday when he said, uh, he basically said, "Okay, we can be calm, and we can take these things as learning experiences, but we also can't wait too long to learn from them and have results, because all of a sudden the season gets away from you." Mm -hmm. So I, I liked that because it did show a sense of urgency within it, and I think Doug will remain calm. I asked him the question. I've been fascinated by how he's been able to keep this thing on an even keel. I think he'll remain calm, but this week has a different feel mm -hmm. in terms of around the organization. I think this is a big game in terms of keeping everybody calm. Yes. I think if you lose the Texans, and all of a sudden I think a lot of fans and observers start looking at the season differently. Rightly or wrongly, that'll happen. So it it's a big win for a lot of reasons. If you win Sunday, I'm going on to big thing three a little bit without your help, Ashlyn. Sorry. Thank you. You okay. are the host. Um, Take it away. But it's a big game Sunday for that reason because if you win, then everything about the first four season weeks you've been saying still sort of makes sense. 
If you don't, then all of a sudden I think people start to panic mm -hmm. because that's the nature of fans. They'll be okay, but the fans will look at it and be like, ish. They're, they're not going to lose ish, on Sunday. Let me, just, let me help you with this one. <laughs> they're not going to lose okay. right. on Sunday because oh, let's fast forward to Monday. their big rest. toe <laughs> – their big toe will be back. And by that, you have not probably seen the movie Stripes, but you Son. have. Remember when, when Bill Murray says Sergeant Hulka was our big toe? Um, I, I, just, I was laughing as, as I was listening to Agnew there. Um, this guy is their guy. He is the balance. And I expect, just like he did from week one to week two, I expect Trevor Lawrence to learn quickly, rapidly, from the mistakes of last week and come out against the Texans team. Hey, when was the last time we said Jaguars should win this? They're favored. They're the better team. It's been a long time. Yeah. That's the case on Sunday. It's Legends weekend. There's more legends, by the way, more alumni who will be here for this game than at any point in any alumni weekend history. Uh, and it's Baselli's ring ceremony. No, 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 no. They, they're walking into a trap this week. There's no panic. Mm -hmm. This franchise is a big game, but this is one that I expect to see Doug Peterson's calm resolve and Trevor Lawrence's return mm -hmm. to be things that will lead to them getting a big win in a big game. I love your confidence. How can you not be confident? The, the I'm Texans, confident, but the reality is this team has not been in this situation This is before. not that team, though. Right, but this team has not been in that situation. you got to go do it and prove that you are as good as you think Were you they are. not in that situation in Week 2? Coming back against no, the No, they Colts. weren't favored in Week 2. What? They weren't favored. No, no, no. Too. I know, I mean, but, but facing a pretty important game. There were a lot of questions going into week two about what this team was. Now we know what we think they are. Mm -hmm. they got to prove that they're uh, okay. what we think they are. I get your point. I'm swinging for the fences and saying that it, they're yeah. going to run roughshod over No, when you look at the matchup, the Jaguars should win in an ISO. I did, now, I'm not even looking at the matchups yet. I, I am just listening to players and coaches and, and basing on the way that they rebounded from week one to week two, and then they went and took care of business in week three. Yep, five turnovers week four, but as we've talked about, there was still a moment where they could have captured this game in the third right. quarter and the fourth quarter. That's not the same team that we've seen. I just If they are what we think they are, they this, go win. They go yes. win. And the weather is going to be much better. Should I bring up the weather again last Sunday? Please, please don't. <laughs> It's going to be gorgeous weather. Our coworkers are like, Ashlyn, did you go to war? My yeah. gosh, you're a bit dramatic <laughs> about the weather. Yeah, the, the, it's going to be a spectacular Sunday. And, and I know John is eager to put the Baselli, uh ring ceremony. <laughs> I mean, center. Baselli's in the hall. I, I hadn't you, heard. You missed that yeah. one. We must have missed that headline, yeah. It's going to be a special Sunday. Yep. And a win would make it even better. You Absolutely. Bet. All right, that is big things when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time. Some this or that on the Jaguars Digital Network. Price.com is the easiest way to save money with comparison shopping, cashback, coupons, all in one. It's free. Try Price.com today. This or that. This or that. We're back. Jaguars drive time. Time for some this or that on a Wednesday morning. Brian, what do you got for us? All right. So who is more important to get started quickly? Right? I don't mean more important like more important overall. Mm -hmm. But getting the offense in gear does James Robinson satisfy that equation? Or is Christian Kirk the right guy? Who do you have to get involved earlier to make everything go the way you want it to go, John? Decisions, decisions. Uh, I'm going to say Christian because it, it felt like when they didn't have him involved last week that the passing game just couldn't get started. Mm -hmm. I, I felt like overall 
they got J-Rob going, and because of the turnovers, couldn't keep him going. Yeah. So I sort of feel like they need to have both, but I'm going to go with Christian for that reason. That I don't, I don't feel like the running game isn't going to be there when everything else is going along with it. So I'll, I'll say Christian Kirk. I think you need Christian and Zay back because I think we saw the absence of Zay Jones too. And, and maybe that freed up some things for Jamal Agnew, but we saw when Christian couldn't get going, the offense couldn't get going. But, but the question was... I'm Christian adding Kirk. to it. <laughs> She's the host. Okay, all right. You can put a little right. addition mark and Zay Jones under Christian Kirk. And I'm going to combine them. I'm going to make it the passing game because I think Doug Peterson has made it clear that this is not a team that uses the run to set up the pass, you know, like the old Raiders teams that would draw the safeties up, having to stop the run and then go over the top. This is a team that will throw the ball and use the run off the pass. So mm-hmm. I, I think Kirk is the guy who needs to get going early. Mm-hmm. And Zay Jones, evidently. And yeah, he's important to this equation, too. And everybody else in the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Go, John. Enough. Um, mine was, and I'll read it, uh, the perfect uh, – are, are we going to see this weekend the, quote, perfect team of weeks two and three or the mistake-prone team of weeks two and four uh, – of weeks one and four? And I got this question a lot. You know, um, yeah, they were so good and then so bad. You know, I think they're going to be somewhere in the middle, but I really do believe they're going to be closer to weeks two and three yeah. because of this. I don't think they were necessarily incredibly mistake-prone in week one with the exception of some penalties and some missed throws. I mean, right, the penalties. I don't think the turnovers that we saw in week four – are going to be anything close to the norm going forward. So I think they're going to be closer to a 0-1 turnover team than they are a uh, disaster wheels-come-off team. So I'll say weeks two and three. Uh, I'll say weeks two and three also, uh, primarily because I think that this coaching staff has proven their mettle, right? I mean, from week one to week two, they went from 13 turnover penalties to three, and then they went to two. Uh, And they didn't have many last week either. The turnovers, I think, were an aberration. I think it's a well-coached team. I think it's a team with more talent than we've seen around here since 2017. It is a very talented team. Uh, They're young, but they're well-coached, so that kind of offsets it a little bit. But I do think we're going to see you know, bad Jaguars again this year because of the youth and the Mm -hmm. inexperience. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a moment at some point in the next six or seven weeks where you're like, oh, here we go again. But I don't think it's one for one. In other words, I don't think this is, you know, bad, good, good, bad, bad, good, good. I mean, there's no pattern to it. There's just going to be a moment, whether it's the weather, whether it's travel, whatever it is, where we're going to see the bad Jaguars again this year. Right. Or just facing a very good team. Who's to say when they go up to play the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City, we might see a little of that that week. It's a talented young team that is very well coached. And so for that reason... To answer John's question, I expect weeks two and three to be here on Sunday. Of course, I, I already said that. We're going to see a few more weeks two and three where they're really, really good. Yeah. I think and they've got that in them. I don't think you'll see a game at, with nearly as much sloppiness mm-hmm. again as the Eagles because I think so much of that was the weather. Well, and I think Ashton. I guess the weather was bad. Yeah, it's good to say. I, I don't know. So I think Ashton, get me started. Think don't team me up. Be with you on that one because <laughs> of the weather. I can't stop talking about it. You just took your coat off, I think, for the first time all week. Oh, my God. I'm still not over it. All right. My this or that, I was going through the Jaguars schedule last week, and, and my dad always calls me, and we always talk about this. How many games the Jaguars going to win? We go through the schedule, and in August, during training camp, my dad was sold. Okay, they're going to win five games. Like, all right, Dad, maybe. I don't know. Now, going through this schedule, 
Is this team a seven win team or is this a nine win team? I have upped my ratio because of how the Jaguars played in weeks two and three. The difference between a seven win and nine win team is a wild card berth, most likely. Well, so I, where are this, where is this team? I thought they were a seven win team starting camp, but then they stole one in Los Angeles that I didn't think they would get. So now I, I, I think by default, I have to say that they're a nine win team. Although I think, look, the Colts aren't, I've made this clear, I don't think the Colts are any good at all. Um, so you're stealing another one in India. Well, I don't, stealing. With, yeah. they have injuries still. So yeah, I mean, you can go get another one. But I think the division is eminently, is in their grasp, right? Mm-hmm. You got to go win this week. But if you do, I think they can make a run at the division, which I've said since week two. And if you do that, then you're a nine win. You're not going to win the division at seven, right? You're going to have to go to nine. So uh, because of previous things I've said and seen, I'll say they're nine wins. Yeah, I think they have a chance to get nine. Um, I, th- I think they're a nine-win team. I'll say this. It, if they win Sunday and they win with a nice win, meaning in the second half you feel like they're in control, I think they're the better team if they play like it. If if they can sort of pass that test where you say, okay, I feel like they're going to win the games that we feel like they should win going forward, then I think they're definitely nine. If they come out and you feel like eh, they didn't handle that very well, mm-hmm. then I'm dicier. So okay. I'll say nine today. I think it, I think they can really put a stamp on that on Sunday. I just I want to go back to something I said the other day, and that is even really good teams like the Super Bowl Colts in 2006 have a moment where you're like, oof, I'm not sure if they're good enough, right? When they gave up 375 rushing yards here in December. And Tony Dungy, calm, right? We'll get this fixed. They got it fixed. So I'm, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm b- bullish on this team right now is because I think this is the right guy to deal with tough circumstances that are hard to explain and to focus this team on forward, you know, on the issues of the Texans and not worry too much about the Eagles. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I think that this is a, a better team than we all thought they, they could be this year. For sure. I mean, we wouldn't have had a did this or that with seven or nine wins in August. We would no. have had a five or seven, maybe. I think and that would have been more realistic. Right. Yeah. And that is this or that presented by Price.com. When we come back on Jaguars Drive Time, some closing thoughts. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute, the official sports medicine provider of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Back for one more segment, Jaguars Drive Time on a Wednesday, getting ready for head coach Doug Peterson to join us in about an hour in a press conference back in the locker room, back on the practice field, getting ready for a home game at this Sunday. And it's a busy one at that. I know you are knee-deep in Tony Baselli Hall of Fame coverage for Sunday. I have been um, more involved in that than <laughs> almost anything. Um, it, 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 Tony's been – I know, John, you're going to just roll your eyes at this. He's been a pleasure to deal with on this one because he, he genuinely appreciates – how the franchise has handled this entire thing. And as we've said, his love for the franchise in the city will come shining through this weekend. Saturday night's the toast for Tony. It's the debut of 71, which is this department, this organization's um, documentary on him. Mm-hmm. And I know he's excited about that. And I've heard from a lot of alum who are going to be here this week. And, and, and I just said it was the biggest group of alum, I think, that we've ever had. And I think that's in large part because... And I'll give you one example. Tony Brackens is coming, right? That's cool. Um, and Brackens hasn't come to anything, right? Um, he's just not that guy. He, he went mm-hmm. back to his ranch on Texas, went back to his life, and left this behind. Mm-hmm. But he and Tony practiced against each other every single day. And Brackens, I think, is still the best defensive player this franchise has ever had. And Tony Baselli is the best offensive player, um, with all due respect to Fred Taylor, 
Um, so I, I think that shows you the respect. And I'm excited to see some of these guys come back. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Uh, yeah, it'd be really cool. I'm looking forward to that night. Are you actually? Yeah. No, I, mean, <laughs> no, I kid Tony because when I saw him the other day, I said, look, after Sunday, can we finally <laughs> Give find it a way rest. to stop honoring you? I mean, it, at some point, how much more do you need to hear? <laughs> but it, it's, uh, it, it's an incredibly deserved honor. Uh, we've all talked about it. We've all been to Super Bowls and I talked to people about yep. it. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I am ecstatic for him that it is happening, and I cannot wait for it to be over. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, be a cool. I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of anxious for it to be over too. Yes, my to do list has been a whole lot longer the last three. Or four but it'll weeks. be all worth it come Sunday. Oh, 100 percent. And I, I, I have to say this: this franchise has never had this moment. It is a it is a the kind of moment that, you know, if you win a championship, everybody kind of comes together, fans and organization and city. And this is the first one we've had. There's no trophy in a case. Right. You don't have it for, for running a flag for the division up the pole. Um, the bust will be here. Tony will get his ring. This is as close to a championship kind of moment as we've ever had. So, and hopefully not as close as we'll ever get. Right. Yes. Indeed. For the moment, this is it. And I hope people know I'm kidding. It is a wonderful moment for the franchise and an incredibly deserved moment for a guy who should have been in the hall a long time long yes time ago. in due time so those tickets are still available on jaguars.com to join in that moment on sunday for tony baselli in a home game against the texans here on sunday we'll be back jaguars drive time tomorrow morning right here on the jaguars digital network